Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. Thank you for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord. And 
tonight. Come on, come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church. Amen, amen. We have been invited. We've been asked to come and share with them. They are, uh, this is, this Sunday would be um, their 36th church anniversary. Um, but since they don't have a pastor, they're not celebrating, per se. But they do want to encourage the church Amen. to be faithful, to be steadfast, and to remain prayerful to seek God's face for what the will of the Lord is. And what better person to invite to be in their midst than the greater faith Stephen, Christian Baptist Church. Amen. Amen. Y'all all going to say me, huh? It's y'all, amen. So next Sunday, I'm going to ask that you would meet me over there at 11 a.m. That will be our service for the day, amen. So it's a little earlier than 11:30, and they're coming a little later than 10:30 because they start at 10:30. So they're going a little later, and we're coming a little earlier, amen. And so that's next Sunday morning at Fellowship Christian Baptist Church. So let's go, let's be there, let's be prepared. To worship the Lord, I ask Minister Lee to pull together, praise team, amen, not just for that Sunday, but for the rest of the year, amen, amen, because we need it, we need it, we need it. If we want the church to grow, we need to make sure that those things that people look forward to having when they get to places is there, and that's good music. I'm going to tell the truth, people come for good music, amen. So we want to um, pull together our praise team so that they can be ready to minister not only next Sunday, but minister here at home for our worship experiences. Amen. Amen. We came for a worship experience. Amen. We came for a worship experience. Every time you go to church, a worship experience. What does that mean? I come to worship the Lord, but I want to experience His presence. I want to experience the fullness of God. I want to experience the glory of God. So we come for a worship experience, amen. So those are our announcements. Just govern yourself accordingly. On this Tuesday, I'd like to meet with all of our ministry leaders. If you are a ministry leader um, that, that, that serves with this congregation, I would like to meet with you. I'd like to meet with you here at the church. Amen. Amen. I wanted to meet here at the church. Deacon Gwen, Brother Farrell, Brother Kevin, Elder Weather, and my sister Janetta, who served as our intercessory prayer team leader, right? Amen. Okay. If, if not, let me know so I can back up. Amen. But I want to meet with all of you, Mother Kevin. Amen. I know that Mother Mays is our her sister Kanisha and Mona. You will be here for um, ushers and Sister Vicky ushers hospitality. Even our Devers, that all of those will, will be here Tuesday, uh, six thirty. Is that a good time? Tanya's on the line, that, that's you too, 6.30 uh, here 
at the church. Amen. It's October, and we have some October birthdays. So we want to wish a very happy birthday to our very first first lady, Lady Deliria Devers, October the 6th. Amen. Her birthday is October the 6th. And if you are grateful for her, I'm sure she would love it if you said happy birthday. Our brother owns Bishop Freddie Brown is October the 6th. Amen. Our very own deacon at Celeste Matt. Amen. October the 11th. Amen. Amen. And I'll never tell y'all what, what wonderful age she is. Amen. It's a special one. Amen. It's a milestone. Amen. But I'm going to let her tell y'all because I don't know if she wants everybody to know or not. Amen. But our very own deacon at Selma Harris. Amen. Amen. October 30th. Can we say my nose is one lady's Amen. 75 years young. Yes. Such a blessing. Such a blessing to be able to be still here. Yes. You're here for a reason. Yes. Here for a reason. Yes. And, 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 and the thing is, am I fulfilling my God-ordained purpose in the kingdom of heaven. That's the question we should be asking ourselves every morning when we get up. How can I fulfill with my God-ordained purpose in the kingdom? Amen? Because we pray for his kingdom to come, his will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And we're kingdom citizens, ain't that right? We're kingdom citizens. Amen. I need a little more volume on my like right here. Tune it down later. I'll turn it off later, but I feel like I'm working hard. But happy birthday to all of you. May God bless you. May God keep you. May He forever let His face shine upon you. May He be gracious to you and reflect His graciousness to others. Amen. Amen. Well, it's first Sunday, and I do have a safe card here. So we might need to turn down some of the other ones, Jeremiah, or mute them until I get off of this one. Amen. Until I get off of this one. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's see who's going to go home with the Safeway card today. Woo-hoo! Did I hear me? Did I hear me? Did I hear me? Did I hear me? Come on, somebody say me. It's me, oh Lord. It's me, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't hear no excitement. I'm going to let it keep rolling. Yes, 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 yes. You either have to be present or on the line. Because I'm the ministry. Amen. She came in just in time. Hallelujah. Come on, that's what I got. Let's manage us. <laughs>
dancing, and then when we got to dancing, we leaned over a barrel, and the barrel was covered with the blood of Jesus. And, and, and we received transformation, we received freedom in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So thank you to everyone that participated. You were there Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday morning. I want to thank uh, Minister Lee and Sister Tamisha for filling in for me on Sunday morning. I thought that they would be done, but when the preacher kept saying, I'm only going to be a few minutes, the pastor kept you to take your time. I said, I gotta go. But it was good. It was good to be in the house of the Lord and to be surrounded by women that wanted to be transformed. We get information, but information does not bring transformation. Only conception brings transformation. And you know what conception is, right? You got to give birth to something. You got to get impregnated with something. And that thing that we want to give birth to is perfect. Is the spirit of God. Is the presence of God. So how do we do that? How do we do that? One of the ways we do that is by freely worshiping him. Amen? Freely giving him what's due unto him. All glory, all honor, all praise for he happens. The praise of other people. If God has done anything for you, you owe him another praise. You might not feel like it. You might not look like you want to. But you owe him another praise. And I want you to stand up on your feet.
will be planted, God, will be will, will bring forth much fruit in your season process. We will not allow anyone to pluck it out. We will not allow anything to choke it out. But we will cultivate this word. We will nurture this word because it is for our good that we apply this word to our lives. Now I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. And the people of God said, Amen. Come on and clap your hands. Give God some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Look into our lesson today of October the second, the book of Hebrews, chapter 13. Um, we are closing out our study in the book of Hebrews. You know that we have been studying in the book of Hebrews for the last couple of Sundays. This is the last lesson in the book of Hebrews. But I thought it important to tell us this about the book of Hebrews. But the book of Hebrews is a transformational message. The book of I give you all my little pointers here. 
Our lesson today says faith requires mutual love. For my word scholars here, what does the word mutual mean? Mutual. Equal. Okay, that was a word we could understand. That first word you said, I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I can't take it. Equal. It is exchange between people. Right? It requires that me and elder come together. We might not agree, but we should agree to disagree. Amen? And, and it's okay. We should not walk away from each other mad because I didn't agree with elder. Elder don't eat chicken. And I can't get mad at her because she don't eat chicken, and she can't get mad at me because I want some chicken. But we can agree that we are both hungry and it's time to eat. Come on now. Mutual. So faith requires mutual love. Tell me, define to me your faith. What is your faith? Tell us, brother. What's your faith, brother Farrell? Believing? Okay, Mother Harris, what is your faith? Trust. Sister Vicky, what is your faith? Obey. Obey. Come on, y'all talk loud. Obey. Obey. Amen. Uh, Deaconess Harris, what's your faith? Commitment. Deaconess Sanders, what's your faith? Love. Sister Faye, what's your faith? Deaconess, I'm sorry, honestly. Sister Mona, what's your faith? Love and commitment. Mother Kenneth? Love. Love. Faith is what we do. It's not who we are. We've been talking about that ever since we started this study in the book of Hebrews. Faith is not what, it's not what we do. It's who we are. We are faithful. We are committed. We are obeying. We are trusting. We are loving. Right? So faith requires mutual love. We all know what love is, right? We all know what love is. Let's look at Hebrews 13, verses 1 through 3. The New Living Translation says, keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. The King James Version says, let brotherly love continue. That means that, that it stops. It has a possibility to stop, but it needs to start again. We can get to that place every now and then. It's okay. It's okay. We can get to that place every now and then. Every now and then. We can get to that place. We can feel like we don't want to love. But the Bible is reminding us that you can't stop. Because the word says what? Continue. You may want to stop. I'm sure Jesus wanted Jesus, when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, Father, I, I, I don't want to do this. That, that, that was a stopping place, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't want to do this. He said, but nevertheless, Father, yeah. not my will, but your will, because he continued to love. <laughs> Verse 2 says, don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. Now, I remember the story in Genesis 
18, verses 9 through 15, where Abraham and Lot showed hospitality to some strangers. And these strangers ended up being messengers of God. So I stopped to look up the word hospitality. Hospitality is um, faith in action. Hospitality is serving and showing kindness. The dictionary says hospitality is the activity or business of providing service to a guest. The Bible says that we are to be show hospitality. When do we show hospitality? All the time. Every day. We don't know who's in our midst. You don't even know who's standing on the street corner with their sign. See, we, we bypass them. We figure they're not, they not, they not near me, so I don't have to show them no kindness. They, they, I, I was over at McDonald's the other day, and the young man was sitting there with his sign, but he had on his hood, and he had his head buried in his knees. So he wasn't looking up, and I didn't see any way to get him anything to eat. So I kindly said, excuse me, when he looked up, I handed him something out the window. He said, thank you. Now, if he bought something to eat, I don't know. But he was the one that said he was hungry. It wasn't my business what he did with the money that I gave him after I gave it to him. Faith is also giving. Let me, let, me, let me pause here and say this. We give because we know that our God will supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory. That's why we give. We don't, we don't give because we think we're going to give back. We give because we know he already got us. So faith is giving. Giving of our time, giving of our talent, and giving of our treasure. We, we've got to get that in our mind. If we're talking about being kingdom-minded people, we got to get Hebrews 13 embedded in our mind. Dr. Victoria told us last week, people always think that this is the heart that God is dealing with. Your heart that God wants is here. It's right here in your mind. For those of you that can't see me, I'm sorry. Um, the, the heart that God, uh, let me talk to them that's on the radio right here. The, the heart that God wants is not the heart that, that, that the doctors that Emmanuel and Kaiser work on. Okay? That's not the heart God wants. God wants the heart that sits in your mind. Because when it's in your mind, it gets in your mouth. And when it gets in your mouth, it comes out. When it gets in your mind, it gets in your heart. When it gets in your heart, it comes out of your mouth. So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we got to get everything in line upward. If we want to be effective on the outward side, I, 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 I got three three areas here for my note takers. There's, there's, there's three groups of people that, that we got to love. The first group is each other. 
each other. People think that that's family. Or can I tell you, family is just not blood. I know some folks. They blood is a cold piece. They are cold piece. But, 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 but thank God for community. Thank God for people that we can surround ourselves that are, uh, share the same values that we share, that have the same mind that we have. I want to love the Lord with all my heart, soul, and mind. I don't want to continue to be on welfare. Same values. I want to own a home. I want to own a car. I want to own my own business. So I want to hang around those type of people. I, I want to have a good marriage. So I want to hang around people that are married. I want to be happy in my singleness. I want to hang around other happy people that are single. I know, I'm, I'm not going to hang around those miserable single folks now. Come on. We, we just don't care. We're going to be happy. Happy. Community. So we have to love each other. We have to love strangers. That's what we saw in verse 2, right? Then verse 3. Let's look at verse 3. And I'm almost done here because y'all, you all already know 1 Corinthians 13. You know that's just as good as I do. So no reason for me to be rehearsing that one. Verse 3 says, Remember those in prison as if you were there yourself. Remember also those being mistreated as if you felt their pain in your own mind. So the third group of people we are supposed to love are those that are in prison, those that are incarcerated, and those who are suffering. In our world today, that's all the news wants to show us, is the suffering. And if you did not feel something watching that woman in her living room floating on a floaty in Florida. If you didn't feel something, if you didn't feel something watching them cars roll down the river, the street in the water with nobody driving them, you need to go back and say, God, touch my heart because I need some compassion. I need some empathy because that should have moved us into tears or moved us into prayer or moved us into a place of, oh my God. We, we got to love those that are in pain. How, how do we love them and we're not there? We got to pray. 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 That God will protect them, that God will supply their needs, that the government won't wait so long to send in FEMA so that they can get the help that they need. We gotta pray. Then we got to give. Red Cross is taking money, taking clothes, getting taking blood. Give something. So that we can help somebody else. That's right. That's right. I, I, so so I want to tell you this, that Hebrews 13 is not a list of do's and don'ts. But this shows people that we are his disciples. When we do Hebrews 13, 1, 2, 3, this reflects the glory of the Lord. This lets people know that we are kingdom citizens. 
people in our home. Now we need to start acting like we ain't here forever. So Hebrews 13, 1 through 3, it is an exhortation of how we are to behave ourselves in the community. Remember our church anniversary thing? A church without a community and a community without a church is unacceptable. And so if we are here a part of this community, then they ought to see the love of God that's living on the inside of us. It ought to reflect. We shouldn't have to wear a t-shirt. We shouldn't have to wear a hat. We shouldn't have to have a bump of finger. It should just be in the way I say good morning and the way I say good afternoon and the way I say how you doing. It's the way I say what's up, God. However I greet you, you should feel the love of God. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How they going to taste and see if we don't show them? If we don't bring forth a different flavor when we step in the room, we are salt. I, 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 I learned something. I, you know, I was always into salt changes the flavor of things. I don't eat salt anymore. But salt preserves things. It keeps it from dying. So we should be keeping folks from dying. And we should be changing the flavor of the atmosphere. So, how do we effectively do Hebrews 13, 1 through 3? You do 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through, what is it? 1 through 13. You have to do that. You have to do that. What 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 is it say, Pastor? Well, at first it says it says I, I heard I heard the Sunday school girl this morning and I forgot about this. She said she started replacing love with Jesus. Look look here. She said Jesus is patient. Jesus is kind. Jesus is is not jealous. Jesus is not boastful or proud or rude. Jesus never gives up. Jesus never loses faith. Jesus is always hopeful, endures um, every situation. It, it, it might have more meaning to you when I read those. Jesus bear all things. Jesus believes all things. Jesus hopes all things. Jesus endures all things. But what if you had a journey? Does Kim suffer long? Is Kim kind? Does Kim envy? Is Kim puffed up? Does Kim seek her own? Does Kim rejoice in iniquity? Does Kim bear all things? Does Kim believe in all things? Does Kim hope all things? Does Kim endure all things? Love is what's going to keep us. All this stuff that we got, this stuff that we have is going to go away. All this stuff we have is going to go away. We holding on to stuff from 1970. <laughs> we holding on to it. We won't let go of it. But don't let a flood come. It's going to get washed up. Because it's stuff. 
to only take what's important. You can't get another life, but you can buy another boot, another hat, another shoe, another coat. But you can't buy love. And that's what the world is seeking now. The world is seeking love. The world is in need of love. Love requires action. I'm almost done. There's three scriptures that I want you to ponder on. This week, I want, I want us to make sure we do our devotional reading. Even though we're not going to study the lesson, look on page 73. Go to, go, to, go to the end of October 9th lesson. Daily reading. Do you see that? Elder, it's a big print. What page is that? 73? Oh, well, they did good. They got all the pages of On page 73, that's your daily reading. People say, well, I don't know what to read. Read this. And then if you got if you got, got some more time, today is October 1st. Start with Proverbs 1. Don't miss a day because there's 31 books, 31 chapters in Proverbs and 31 days in October. You can read the whole book of Proverbs in the month of October. So in the morning, you got your daily reading. At night, you got Proverbs. Trying to help us stay in the Word. Amen. Trying to help us get rooted and grounded in the Word because that's what's going to keep us. That's what's going to help us go through and be able to love the unlovable, reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable. Because that generation we're looking at now, they, they fit in that category. But they need us. We can't turn our back on them. We can't wash our hands of them. As much as we would want to, we can't walk away from them. They are children, our grandchildren, our nieces, and our nephews. The world is dying. And it needs those of us that have accepted Christ, that believe in him, to live like him. We must reflect him in everything we do and everything we say. Amen? Put your hands together for the word. Now, if anybody is coming at this time to administer our Lord's Supper.